Signal Podcast, the podcast where filmmakers and fans talk about film and how it impacts our lives. I'm your host, B. Anthony. And now our feature presentation. And welcome to the B. Signal Podcast, the place where filmmakers and film fans come together to talk about filmmaking and everything cool about it. I am your host, B. Anthony, and sitting next to me is my brother slash rapper, what it do, y'all? I like to say a shout out to my boys out in. Now nah, I'm just playing. What's up, y'all? My brother Jared, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am glad that you are on the show, but you do have an audience since the last time you appeared. Uh, the demand for you has been great. So I thought that today would be a great day to talk to you on oh. the podcast. Oh. Oh. Yes, I am overwhelmed by your enthusiasm. Well, I just want to say thank you to all my wonderful millions of fans out there. I didn't say millions of fans. I That never came out of my mouth. I know you didn't say it, but internally, you was thinking you were saying millions somehow. Internally, I was saying millions somehow. Yeah. That's what you want to stick See, with. See, you, you were saying fans, but you didn't say how many, so... You didn't, want, you didn't want, you know, I guess, spoil the fact that it was probably millions and millions of fans and stuff like that. Because not only do you have friends out there who are listening, you know, worldwide, but then you got fans who are, like, in your club. And, you know, it's a comp- hybrid of everybody, I guess. I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. That was good. I appreciate you. So... This episode, uh, Jared is here because I want him to be here. I do enjoy when he does come on the show. Um, We're on here because today we're going to talk about No Time to Die, uh, which is the latest James Bond film, and it's the last film starring Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yeah, that's right. Okay. So we're going to talk about that for a few minutes, and then um, we're going to... Well, I'm going to share some news... uh, that it's good news. So um, those are the two things. I know that's very vague about what I'm going to share, but I have I have an announcement to make at the end of the show. So stay tuned um, for the big announcement at the end. Um, We're talking big, like how big, like nationwide big, you know, how big are we talking? I don't understand. So are you saying, is it worthy of national attention? Is that what you're asking well, me? Well, you know, there's, there's different levels like big, you know. Okay, well, and... we have time. Why don't you explain the different levels of big to me? Well, let's see. Big can be like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to find a way to describe it. Big can be like, oh, my gosh, this is like, so like amazing. Like, uh... I don't know. Let me let me come back to that one. So there's a there's a metaphor to it. I just I, no, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. I appreciate you taking the time to broaden my thinking about the word big. Maybe I was thinking too small. Oh, no, of course not. No, 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 no. It's, I'm open to that. A little little can I, can I give you a little um, Christian advice. Christian advice. I mean Christian Christian mess Christian um met word for you. There is no news that's big or small. Any news is big, you know, just like when you pray. 
No request is is too big or too small for God. Anything God, anything you tell God, He will accept it and He will hear and take it into consideration. And we thank God that He takes things into consideration. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Um, so we are going to talk about No Time to Die. Um, needless to say, this one is very special because it is the last one with Daniel Craig. Now, a little full disclosure story here. This one over here is the biggest James Bond fan in the world. He's day loved one. the films since he was a baby. From day one. I don't get it, especially the ones from the 60s. He'll sit there and watch it. Like it's an MCU movie. Are you kidding me? Here, let me let me give you some advice here. James Bond, without doubt, set the course for every action film you can think of, honestly. I mean, you wouldn't have any... I'm a, no, and I'm going to give you a dose of reality here. You wouldn't have John Wick. You wouldn't have uh, uh, the term... Not Terminator. Uh, what's that movie with uh, Clint Eastwood? Um, Dirty Harry. You wouldn't have none of these action movies without James Bond. He set the course for every action movie. What are people admitted to it now? He set, he set the course. Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, and, and George Lazenby. Yeah, they were they were the people. They were the guys. <laughs> Why did you say George Lazenby? Well, you know he did he did one movie. <laughs> uh, you, you know that is so bad. When he went married, that he was part of that legacy and stuff. You know. So, all right. Let I you know I respect your opinion. I will have to think about it before I respond to it. Yeah, I, because I think for spy films that might be true, mm-hmm. but for action films, because not all the James Bond films have the type of action that we enjoy that we see today. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm open to your train of thought. I would just have to go back and look at the ones that. But yeah, because think about it, in the '60s when the first concept was came about. Like, what action movies was out there at that time? There were a lot. Um, that was actually like that. Really- like, a, okay, so to your point, I would have to research that. I'm not sure as far as the 60s. But there were a lot of series on television that had that spy vibe to it. Yeah. So I don't... Yeah. I'm, but I understand your point as far as what it did for cinema. Mm-hmm. And it had more longevity and stuff like that. It has it's longevity. The fact that it's still out there making money and stuff, and people there's still that need for it, and people are still like, remember every aspect of the character and stuff. That says a lot right there. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, okay. Well, let's get into No Time to Die. Um, we saw the movie last week. Yeah, let's spell it. When week. the movie came out, we yeah. saw it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I went into this movie knowing that it was going to be good because they were they want to send Daniel Craig out uh, on, on a bang. Oh, but before we move into this movie, I just want you to know that this one, I took this one <laughs> to see Casino Royale, which in oh my, my opinion gosh. is probably one of my favorite <laughs> of the Daniel Craig series, between that or Skyfall. So I take this one oh, to see... <laughs> Casino Royale and I had low expectations I enjoyed Pierce Brosnan I know a lot of people don't that's a conversation for another day um, so I'm sitting in the theater and I am enjoying everything about uh, Casino Royale with the exception of the opening song um, what? yeah I mean it's not bad it's I not bad I know this 
Yeah, I, I, it's good. Yeah. But when I'm ranking all of the James Bond songs, I don't know if that would be in my top ten. That's all wow. I'm saying. Wow, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know you felt that way. It was the Alicia Keys and... Um, no, 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 the, the first one, Casino Royale? No, no, it was the guy from um, Soundgarden. Chris, Chris yeah. Cornell. Uh-huh. Oh, no, that one I do like. Yeah, I can't really say. Okay, how, how that one is actually like good. that one. It was the Alicia Keys one was Quantum of Silas, I think. Solace. Yeah, that was just okay for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that was okay. I was off. Sorry. Anyway, so I'm loving everything about this movie. It's just good. You can tell it's a different James Bond. I was already a fan of Daniel Craig from Tomb Raider, um, and so when he was in this, I was like, okay, this is a good fit. I like what they're doing with James Bond. I look over to my left. <laughs> Guess who sleep? <laughs> Unfortunately, it's me. Unfortunately, it was me. I was confused because James Bond, the way Jared feels about James Bond is the way it's likened into the way I feel about Batman. <laughs> it's just you, there's, you know, it's what I like. So he likes James Bond. You slept for what? Like, Almost the entire movie. The entire movie. I just wanted to I didn't you to wake say up it. to the part where he got kidnapped and he was being tortured. And right. Yeah. That part. So. <laughs> so I say like, that to say. I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. I, well, let me just say this. Now, you know the you know the cliche, first impressions are anything everything, right? You never get a second chance to make you a never, first you impression. Never, yeah, right. You never get a second chance to make okay. a first impression. Just want to make so, sure. For for all my life, I've been a fan of well, I was a fan of all James Bond, James Bonds, but my first one I saw was actually Pierce Brosnan. So um, of course, I was a little disapp- I was a little sad at this point when he finally had to retire, you know, as James Bond. So you know, you see this new guy Daniel Craig, and you know you you know you're watching him, and at first, like I said, first impressions and stuff, you know, you're not really feeling him at the moment. You know, you just don't see, you know, what's so good about him because ah. I don't know. At first, I, I didn't get him at first, and, you know, it took me a while to, like, really just to like him and stuff. You know, he just didn't have that... To me, at first, he didn't have the swagger of James Bond, stuff like that and stuff, and, you know, but after watching Casino Royale a couple of times in his other films, I he actually caught on to me, and I, you know, really... Swagger? Really liked, yeah, he didn't have, like, that swag. He felt more, to me, a little bit of Timothy Dalton-ish, actually. I can see that. Timothy Dalton. You know, because they, they, I see what, because I, what do mean? They went back to the novel, because originally they said the novel that he was like a serious character. Like, you didn't see all that, uh, all that funny stuff, like all the hijinks and everything, uh-huh. you know. Um, he was a serious character who would just kill you in an instant, and not even like, you know, think right. twice about it. Right. So, with this, um, there was just that serious edge about him and stuff like that, and, you know, there was no. It, it felt. It felt too one dimensional. In other words, he felt too one dimensional, and I just didn't see Daniel you know, Craig felt too. At first, yeah. At first, at first, he seemed one dimension, too one dimensional. So, what to was me. the turning point for you with Daniel Craig? Well, I can't say it was Quantum of Solace. I would say for me, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah, I start watching Skyfall, and I said, "Yeah, now I can take. I can take him serious now as as a uh, different James Bond because they, you know, that movie it kind of." You saw more layers to his character as the character that you didn't see with the previous ones. You didn't see with Sean Connery, you didn't see with you know the other ones. You know, you saw more layers to his background, you know, you know, you felt like, you know, you felt where he came from and stuff like that. And okay. you know. So yeah, I would say Skyfall for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um so 
just wanted to really show where Jared is now with Daniel Craig. Um, because he went to sleep on the first movie. I just want to stress that. Knocked <laughs> out. Um, but I did, I did after watching uh, Casino Royale, I kind of did like, like the movie eventually. Because I thought it was... Um, it, it, went, it would probably, as far as like Daniel Craig films, I would still say Skyfall would probably be number one for me. And then Casino Royale was probably number two. And then maybe Spectre number three. You know, far really? As, yeah. Huh. Spec number three. Yeah, for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like I said, Skyfall, like I said, went, had more layers to it. And you saw more, it went more deeper into the character. You saw where he came from and, like, you know. Right. How he grew up and stuff like that. And, and that was somewhere where M gets killed. Unfortunately. Uh, Ju- Julie Dench, for all she's done, you know, she did a great job as character of M. It was sad. I think she was known was sad to see her go to, you know. So yeah, I I like I like how they did that too. So going into this one, um, there weren't too many crazy stories that happened. Thankfully, um, I think the only thing that might have happened happened at the end, but we'll get there because it's someone's fault. <laughs> um, but let's work our way there. So we get in, we get our popcorn. Um, Popcorn was sort of kind of cold. wasn't too warm. Yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. It, it, is what, it wasn't what it was. It's what that we was. went to Regal in Crofton. And it was really fast service. We didn't have to wait in line long. No, for, no. Jerry got us good seats. Um, you know me. I don't like to miss the first part of the movie, so. <laughs> yes, Jared. Um... Sit down, go through all the trailers. I don't remember any trailers really sticking out. No. It was pretty boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, was. it was. So the movie starts. Um, off the bat, I already knew that this was going to have a lot of reveals, a lot of action. Um and in the beginning, I felt like the villain was going to be something special just because of that mask, you know. Um, the opener was good. It started out with, I forgot the girl's name. Oh, uh, Billie Eilish? No, not the, before that part. Oh. The actual opening of the movie. Oh, him and, um, what shoot. Uh, I, th- I thought you meant the theme song. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant. <laughs> Anyway, it explores the origin of White's daughter. Um, really? I thought you meant the uh, opening theme. That opening sequence was actually done real well. Um, yeah. The way she escaped from the house and seeing how her mother died and understanding that her dad, you know... It was a ruthless killer. Killer, all these things. I thought everything was just good for that scene. Um, and then it... Quickly goes into the present day. Uh, she's chilling with James. You know, they're doing what lovers do. Um, James goes and visits the grave of... Uh, Vesper Lynn. Vesper. Mm-hmm. And then we see a Spectre car, and then boom! You know. And so all the trailer scenes with the car and him running on the bridge, that's pretty much the opening of the movie. Can, can I say one thing though? Yes. So okay, so that scene where the uh where the grave blew up, right? So you remember how the part where it said uh Spectre sends his cursey or Blowfuss sends his cursey? Yeah. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? 
that scene on Austin Powers, the spy who uh, shagged me. With uh, <laughs> the opening scene where um, um, Vanessa, oh, where Vanessa was, it was a fembot. He said, Hap, uh, "Happy uh, wedding anniversary, Austin Powers." <laughs> it was Doctor Evil sent them up. Uh, that that is a very good point. It must be kind of, it somewhat similar to that, but it kind of Austin Powers still making James Bond not as believable. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, all that happens. Great opener. Next thing I know, we go into the Billie Eilish song. I thought you was an instant fan. First of all, I've never played a Billie Eilish I'm song. I'm pretty sure. I've never played I'm a Billie Eilish song. I'm pretty sure I asked you one time, are you a fan? And I'm pretty sure I said, she's okay <laughs> or not my thing. Um, I thought you said you was a fan. I, I mean, I respect her art. I respect what she does. I just for, uh, I like, what I did like about the song is it matched the mood of the whole film. Um... But overall, if I'm ranking all the songs again, that's not going to be in my top ten. I remember the song anyway, so yeah, that says a lot Point right Point taken. There. Yeah. Okay. So then <laughs> uh, we go into the movie. I'm not going to give a blow-by-blow. Blow. I'm just going to point out some things that stood out to me about the film. Um, Daniel Craig is my favorite James Bond. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what he did with this one, it was like everything you like about him playing the character. Um I, I thought that he just came in with everything, you know, knowing mm-hmm. that this was going to be the last, last one. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed very much the, uh, the, the, not the twist, but the portion that M played Ray Fine's character mm-hmm. with the problem of these, uh, this virus that can be tailored or catered to someone's DNA and you can pinpoint a kill with these tubes or what have you. Right. I thought that was very That was good. very suspenseful because, like, you kept... He was wondering why he was so acting so suspicious. And right. I said, oh, this, I said, he's in on it somehow. And I, that that really kept me on edge, uh, really interested and intrigued and stuff like that. So how he's in on it and stuff like that. And right. Just, like, you know, seeing where it's going to lead to. You know, he knows something. I also enjoyed the new 007, Rashana Lynch. Um, I thought she was very well done. I loved her in Captain Marvel. Um, and I loved her even... Well, she was a captain. Oh, that's right. I was, you know what? I was so upset that night. I didn't, I didn't even, um... We talked about this. <laughs> I was so upset that night. I didn't, I didn't even know she was in the movie. Now I gotta watch the movie all over again. She was... Never mind. No, you remember? Because I know, I know. Because I was so, I was like, either... I don't know if I was tired. I well, one that was tired. Then I was mad about my whole pizza getting messed up. And then, uh, I didn't even, uh, I zoned out for the entire movie. So that kind of killed my enjoyment. <laughs> Yeah, that's on Disney Plus. I'll watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Continue. I thought Rashana Lynch was good. I thought the other actress who was a spy when he was in um she was fighting in the dress. Yeah, yeah. She was my favorite of the Oh, world. I wish I could have seen more of her. Yeah, I wanted more of Why her. Why are they oh my goodness. She was really, really good. She was funny. Yeah. She was resourceful. She was a threat. Yeah. She, she was, I, I really liked her. She I was believable. She was really good. I like you. Um can we talk about uh, Felix? Felix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Felix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very... Uh, little, little, yeah. Share your thoughts about Felix. little controversial to me. Well, no, I, I don't want to say controversial, but, you know... I I don't know. It... When he when they killed when they killed him off in that um in that scene I immediately I said yep he ain't this is the last one he ain't he ain't coming he ain't, he definitely he ain't gonna back. make it 
He ain't gonna make it. I was um, I was praying. I said, Lord, let let him live. Now let to be live. fair, they gave him four movies where he was. You know, I thought they were gonna kill him off earlier, um, but <laughs> they no. I I thought they were gonna kill him earlier in the series. To be honest with you, oh. um, but he made it as far as he did, mm-hmm. and you know. I, I when he died, that's when the movie kind of like it kinda, you kind of knew that this was. I was it. like, this well, they're it. not playing this time. Like nope. uh, no, the film was serious. called No Time, time to, to die, die, and yet people died exactly with a lot of time on their hands. Exactly, kind of you know not owning up to um, what you promised, exactly. but you know what do I know? So <laughs> um, moving ahead. Uh, the girlfriend comes back, and this is the part where I was drifting a little bit because I was kind of just wanting them to get to the part where they get to the evil lair and, and win. Because mm-hmm. at that point, I was kind of bored. Um, and then when they went to go see Blowfield, I think it's when I got up and, and got something. Yeah, you did. You did. Well, <laughs> um, I did like how they introduced Blofeld uh, in the prison. You know, they gave him that Hannibal Lecture entrance where he came in that little uh, machine and was, he's like, like bringing him closer and closer and stuff like that. I was like, wow, that gave him like a little bit more, uh, that, that presence that he's a dangerous threat and stuff like that. He should not be trusted and stuff like that. So, yeah, I like that scene where he was communicating with Bond. And he was just like really just mocking Bond and stuff like that, <laughs> you know. So, he gets cut. Because we realized that this Rami Malik villain is just on this mission to, you know, what, destroy the world? I, I believe that's the general yeah. plot. Yeah, I didn't see that. Now, that I didn't see coming, him killing Blowfield. I was like, wow. Well, he killed off all the Spectre. So you had oh, to yeah. kill Blowfield. Well, yeah, I didn't see that. Com- I, definitely, I didn't definitely didn't see that coming, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they said. All of the Spectre agents are dead. Mm. But you know, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. So they're gonna kill off. They 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 pretty much told you. But now that I think about it, now all these years that James Bond, the movies, all the James Bond movies that's been around for all these years. Now, mind you, now Spectre has been around for like every single like James Bond. And you had Blowfield stuff like that. Now we waited for all these years just to see like how how's uh, Bond gonna like shut down Blow uh, Spectre and how he's gonna. How's Blowfield like just gonna die and stuff like that? Now we wait all these years to Daniel Craig, and finally we get Blowfield's dead. Inspector's like been shut down. Like you know, we wait all these years. You know, I, w- I was hoping like at the peak. Well, I guess in Four Your Eyes Only. Yeah, but that was a little bit qu- uh, kind of still in debate of whether that was actually Blowfield or not. Although it was applied that was Blowfield and stuff, but you know. We had to wait all these years later to Daniel Craig. Like, what? How old Bond's like? 50 some, 50 some years later for Spectre to get shut Isn't down. Isn't it 60? He's in his 60th year. Is it 60 years? I yeah. Thought it was 60. No, no. It, it will be 60 years, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, 62. You would know. I'm not a fan. No, wait a minute. 1960. Yeah, I think, yeah, you might be right. It might be almost 60 years. We can look this up later. Yeah, six, yeah it's about 60 years. Yeah. So, 60 years later, now we, ha- we, wait, we wait for Blowfield and Spectre to get shut down, you know? Well, I don't think it's gone because... Well, we'll get there. So, um, after they kill Blowfield, you know, uh, we've realized that the Rami Malik character is using James's girlfriend to do these horrible things. Um, blah, blah, blah. 
uh, James is a daddy. Oh. <laughs> Which, <laughs> when I came back from the bathroom and I saw that he had a kid, I was like, what the Logan is going on here? Like, they'd, be like, they'd be like Batman having a son, which actually he did. He does. Yeah, he does. I just, I don't, you know, <laughs> well, let me not say it that way because I don't want to sound harsh. I'm just very, very, I, I didn't, I guess the threats or the stakes were raised because of the kid. I didn't like the kid being in the film, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, for me, that's fine. Have, have a kid, but, you know, I would wait to the end or something like that, or... You know, that kind of did soften the character a little bit by having making him have a kid and stuff like that. You know, it kind of made him um a little bit more a little bit more weak, like limited. I almost say weak, but kind of limited, you know, just things he Well, could... he had a he had an Achilles heel. Yeah. There was something that can be exploited in order to get the advantage over him. Yeah, that's to say exploit like his weakness. So like yeah. that, that kid could be like, you know, um a, of uh, I don't know, can just get in the way of like, you know, what he could really do and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's it inhabit inhibits him from being James Bond. Yeah, he couldn't be the, he couldn't be the uh who he was and stuff like that. Um so then, you know, they realize that they're, you know, they're back at her house. They're coming to get them, the bad guy. It's all the James Bond you know, yeah, what you expect, what in, you expect, the normal James Bond for any action film in general. I don't know about that point, but we'll come well, back to yeah, it. Yes, kind of okay, <laughs> we'll come back to it. So they go on a run. Now, this is the scene where I just started to, you know, really question a lot of things. They have a tracker somehow identifying where James is. <laughs> so, James, the wife or the girlfriend, and the daughter are already on the road, leaving the house. And they see the trucks driving towards where they were. Now, in my mind, I'm asking, whatever tracking mechanism you're using to find James, wouldn't it have been clear to know that he was passing you as you were going to his house? Or he was being followed? Or, you know, I didn't make sense to me, but maybe I'm being too picky. Um, then they have this cool chase scene. They go in the woods. Um... It looked like um, what's that? What's that movie? Escape was it? Escape from New York, where he uh, was it? Um, Kurt Duck was it? Kurt, yeah, it it's Kurt, Kurt Duck? Douglas. I don't know if I can correlate that with what. Well, was... he he was uh, he set all his traps in the woods and was like you know killing everybody. Oh, the traps! <laughs> yeah, okay. he was setting. No, he he somehow made all these booby traps in the woods and was killing everybody. <laughs> okay, well that yeah. point, I... it, it took guns from that. All right, I can see that. That's that's cute. Um. So, Rami Malek's character, Lucifer, what's his name? Luce? He was born to me. Yeah. Let's just start. I'm, I'm just going to well, say. Well, I was, was waiting for you to get to that because, to me, yes, he was a threat to a degree, but to me, he, they didn't use him enough. They didn't do They anything. didn't really make, give the him only enough thing menace. they did was put the makeup on his face that clearly said, hey, I'm a bad guy. The, yeah, And, and did me, they even explain how he got the scars? No, they didn't. No, they did. I mean, the only, the only, they explained that, and the only thing um, <clears throat> that gave him much stress, he killed the mom in the beginning of the movie, and I was like, oh, snap, that's ruthless. And the fact that the girl shot him the first time, and he somehow got back up. And he was wearing a bulletproof vest, Jerry. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, don't make him more exciting than what he was. <laughs> it's not much to him. 
And then he was making people drink tea. <laughs> and they were under his spell. That was weird to me. I felt like, you know, you already had guns on them. You, you really just had to make them make you feel like you're that dude. Okay. And he was making somebody tea was not that bad. Like, they'd be like, you say, give me herbal tea. Say, here, drink this. You'll feel better. What kind of tea? Herbal tea or, or like, you know. Uh, herbal? Herbal. <laughs> herbal. Do you, you say herbal? Yeah, please don't judge me. Anyway, uh, it's like it's like Brian gave me like uh, herbal tea, or you know, just any antioxidant tea that me say, "Here, drink this; you'll feel better," and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> he was making it seem like it was in that context. The tea didn't have like any. So you know, <laughs> they of course now have to go save the day. Um, meanwhile. Not only did I forget about the villain, but the Rashana Lynch character, 007, the female 007. I wanted more of her. I thought she was good, but I just felt like, you know, they underused her. But the parts where she was in, I thought she was great. Um, Q was okay. You mean like, you think that she could have used like, uh, what was the one from um, Tomorrow Never Dies? Uh she should have been used like Like that. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh, yeah. Yeah, now Michelle Yeoh, she was used. Mm-hmm. And and she did not disappoint. I was just watching that scene the other day. Um, oh, they said she was so good. At one point, they were considering giving her own spin-off. They should have. They did. They were at one point. But I don't know what happened, but um, they they just you know scrapped all that. But they were going to give her her own They were going to give movie. Jinx uh, her own spinoff at one point. Oh, really? Yeah, I, they, I think oh. that was the thing where they were going to give Jinx her own. Wow. But, um, yeah, so... Now we're back down to the point where it's the big finale. Um, Rami Malek's character is holding the daughter. Ooh, I have your daughter. Yeah. I'm going to kill her if you don't do what I say. And then James pulls the okie doke, like, I'm going to listen to you. Psych, I'm not going to listen to you. And, you know, here we are. So he goes upstairs, fights all these guys. The action was great, mm-hmm. but for me, I think as I was watching the film, it was just the the when it was good, it was good, but when it was slow, it was very slow, <laughs> you know. And it, I don't think with this Bond, it didn't hold my interest like Skyfall, yeah, or like when Casino Royale did happen and did have those slow spots. I was still engaged because mm-hmm. they were playing, uh, what the card game. Yeah. And so the way they executed that, I was just like, okay, this is great. I think that was my least, I'm sorry, that was my least favorite part of the movie, the card game. Yes, it would be your least favorite part. I mean, yeah, because it was was still playing cards. They were funding terrorism. Yeah, I get that. At the same time, it it just went over so long. Okay. Um, It was was like, I felt like I was actually watching the actual card game on like ESPN, like, you know, uh, okay, we're going to split this round and we're going to come back. Okay, break. So now we're going to Lashif. He's on. He's on his second round here. Up. Oh, okay. Yep. Up. Oh, Bond. Near next. Up. Oh, he got it. Okay. It's your. It's your go. I'm not downplay my movie. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. But hey, I'm. It's not like I'm speaking the truth. No, I'm speaking the truth. You. You know. You well. You know good. Well, that was kind of a boring scene. I stayed awake for it. I watched it, and, you know, I'm like, this is so long. Okay, that that part was so long. I'm like, ugh. 
It was to show James that he was not only a powerhouse or a force, but he had knew how to strategize. He knew he had a mind, which is why I appreciated it. Yeah, I get, but we since we we know we all know the character over the years has a gambling addiction, and if you don't know that by now, then you know, because <laughs> every James Bond that that's ever been played, he always has to play uh, some type of game uh, game of cards or or some type of gambling game. Okay. Yeah, and it's like at this point, if you don't know that by now, then. Come on. Come on. So we get to the end where he has to destroy the machine and turn it off so the rockets can come and blow up the compound and stop everyone from dying or being poisoned, whatever the plot was. So James does this, but he, being the genius that he is, forgets to make sure that no one can undo what he just did. So he doesn't destroy any of the machines to keep, you know, someone from reversing everything that he just did. Um, <laughs> so he's running outside and he's like, I did it. And then someone closes the door and it's that Rami Malek character. And, you know, James Bond runs back to stop him and then he gets shot. And then... No, wait, did you saw the part where he stopped to get that teddy bear? Oh, Yeah. You could have bought your daughter a new teddy bear. <laughs> that, that's why you lost. That's why you got shot. Um, no, I'm, I understand why he grabbed the teddy bear. And so then, you know, uh, <coughs> the Rami Malek character says, oh, haha, you think you won, but I just set you up because I'm going to crack this vow of whatever and you won't be able to touch your daughter or girlfriend again. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I already know what's about to happen at this point. Yeah. Um, he goes back and turns everything back so that the rockets can blow up the facility. And they're like, hey, James, get off of the island. He's like, no, I have to sacrifice myself because I don't want oh. to take care of my responsibilities and be a good father and or husband. Oh, we, we forgot. Early in the movie, when he... Uh... When he met, I think he met, was it when he met Blofeld, he got poisoned? He got some of the poison too, right? Oh, I missed that part. That's when I went to the restroom. Yeah. So early in the film, um, when Blofeld got killed, Bond somehow, uh, Bond ended up getting poisoned too with the same virus that Blofeld got. So they mentioned early, they, when um, he got examined by Q, they said there's no cure for the, uh, for the poison. So, you know... My problem with that is Q is supposed to be a genius. So you do not you you don't think throughout the entire duration of the film he could not find some sort of vaccine or cure. Yeah, I felt like the way they wrote this that they they wanted to make sure there was no way for James Bond to win or uh, to come out good on the other side. To um, me, that just that just I don't know that. And that for me, that took away from the whole James Bond but, moment. Yeah, because like the whole even, character is even yeah. with Spectre, right? There were Spectre moments where Blofeld was just doing things, and you know James was not looking like he was going to win. Mm-hmm. But James found a way. Yeah, he won. I felt like the way they wrote this, they were trying to be different and be like, well, what if he can't win the way that we are accustomed to seeing him winning? Yeah. Which is stupid because now you're going to restart the whole franchise and go back to that formula anyway. Right. So right. I don't. Why? Like, DB? Good example. Like um, I was reading about Rocky Five from like 1990 or something like that. Go for it. So originally, there the original. Do you plot, get that reference? Huh? Do you get that reference? Go for it. Yeah. Oh, was that when they, uh, when they were street fighting? Oh yeah. 
Sorry, go ahead. So um, I think I'm the only one that likes Rocky Five. By the way, I like all the Rockies. All I like all the Rockies. That's no people hate Rocky Five. Are you? I like them. I mean, it wasn't. It could have been better, but I think for what they did, it was just so. It was okay for me. I like all the Rockies because that's what another one of my favorite franchises. So anyway, the original plot I read was they're planning to actually kill Rocky in this one. They're planning to kill off Rocky, you know, but um, they said I think they. Got in mind because I think they were rich, put the franchise franchise to rest. But I guess they got in mind that for a character who's not supposed to have that, who's supposed to have that never say die attitude, that never give up mentality, it wouldn't make sense to kill him and stuff like that, you know. And you know the fact that he was street fighting someone who was much more younger and stuff like that, you know, he was the guy who was um, Tommy Gunn, right? You know, he was going to kill kill him and stuff like that. But they felt as though it was going to make no sense and stuff. So yeah, I would I could see yeah it was something like that with the James Bond, you know. I don't see how those two things relate. Well, you know, the fact that, you know, he got poisoned and stuff like that. Oh, and, I see. So because they intended to kill him. And just what you were saying just a few minutes ago, like for someone who ends up finding a way to overcome any yeah, I just, traps and stuff like that. When he got that, when... when or any, any type of poison or anything. When he got shot the way that he did, and then when that he broke the valve, I said, okay, we're well, there about to kill off Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. So then he calls the lady and he's like, hey, uh, love you. Tell my daughter I love her. Um, even though technically I don't have to do this, I can just be away from you. And we can, you know, Zoom. We can um, find other means of communicating until we find a cure for this. No, he just gave up. Um, yeah, they just made that... They just made him look so weak. Yeah, honestly. and I'm just like, oh. it's like you're just gonna give up just like that. Like I was like, and my mom thinking like, fight, find a way, you know? Yeah, no, he gave up. So uh. he gets blown up at the end. Um, Duh. Then that, that there's blew. another car commercial because you know they have to pay their sponsors for this film. Um, <laughs> they are driving on the hillside, and then the daughter is in the car with the baby mama. Um, and she's like, I want to tell you a story about James Bond. And that's how the film goes off. So... It reminds me of saying, what's that movie with uh, Megan Good and, um, and, uh, what's that, uh, the, the guy, I think it's, um, I forgot his name, I think it was Waist Deep or something like that, or, or, uh... Where she was... With Tyrese? Yeah, yeah, with Tyrese, it was Waist Deep, where he, uh, they were running from the cops or something like that, and, um... They, uh, I think he ended up getting blown up or something like that. Or the cops, I don't, something happened. He, somehow he he didn't come back. He didn't come back, and then towards the end he came back, and they seemed with the, you know making good in the sun and stuff like that. Wow. Um, <laughs> so I know some of you think I, I was thinking he's gonna come back right there. Like well, let, I, let me work my way there because you're not gonna make this easy for yourself. I know. I know I'm not people. For I'm some sorry. of you, you're like, well, Brian, you kind of rushed through that. I did. Uh, I'm trying to keep the show under 45 minutes. And there's a more entertaining part of the story. Um, so overall, the movie was just okay for me. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it a 7.9. Yeah, it could have been better. I think the plot was the plot was good. They had suspense and stuff like that. But the way they did the ending, it could have been a whole lot better. I, I think there was a way I, I would have personally done it. Right. Yeah. Great. So... I'm ready to go. I'm just ready to go. <laughs> There's nothing else to see. They're not going to tease anything because they just killed the man off and they haven't announced who the next James Bond is. Someone <laughs> just sat there 
and was just staring at the screen. And I'm like, what's <laughs> happening in this moment? Yo, I'm telling ah, you. <laughs> People are leaving the theater. <laughs> leaving. <laughs> Gone. Leaving in drones. Now, to be fair, I understand. I understand where he was. You went there with the expectation of seeing something. You didn't see what you wanted. Blah, blah, blah. Let me just make sure. I've been there. Back in 2005, just to play fair, when I thought that... No, I'm sorry, 2004, when we saw iRobot, and I made my mom and brother stay in the movie theater because <coughs> I thought that they were going to show the Batman Begins trailer. Oh, oh, yeah, man. I was so excited. I said... I, I, that's what I was doing was I was excited to see this movie. I said, we're going to see the Batman Begins trailer yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I was so excited. So it didn't happen, but I didn't move. It I had so... good grades of school only, only to go see this movie. <laughs> and it was so bad because the cleaners came in and was like, hey, we're ready to clean. And my mom had to come <laughs> and get me and be like, hey, son, let's go. I was like, so well, Rumble. I owned my stuff. Going back to this one, he is really waiting for James to pull himself back together from that explosion that clearly I'm happened. serious. And he wanted him to say like, hey, I'm okay. No, the man's dead. He's dead. And until they recast the next person, what Daniel Craig was trying to tell y'all is that he's done. And he's not coming back. Oh, uh, on the side, did you see that his uh, his Good Morning America interview when he when had every the cast? And what happened? So, uh, it was, it's on Instagram. I, I saw it on Instagram. It was funny. He said, they actually said, so, um, do you have any farewell messages or like final words as James Bond? He couldn't say it. He was like, bye. Thank you. Yeah, he was done. Bye. He was done. It was been good. Bye. He has nothing else to give to this show, <laughs> to this film. Goodbye. <laughs> so long story short, we see the final title card that says, no time to die. And it goes black and the screens raise and starts to reset for the next show. And this one over here next to me says, all right, we can go now. I was in disbelief. Okay, guys, let me let me ask y'all this. Uh, all the podcast podcasters out there, why you are know, you asking other podcasters? Well, somebody's going to listen to this and actually write into the show and actually agree with everything about to say right now. But they they wouldn't all be podcasters. Well, somebody's going to hear the show and actually write in and actually oh, agree. So with you want to ask all the listeners? Y'all know what they are. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so you know how you watch an action movie. Okay, the character is like in a un, you know, like a un, unescapable trap, or you know, it seems like he's gonna die, and yeah, he may get caught. In, he might actually get caught in an explosion or something like that, or you know, something I've seen happen. So you're like, okay, he's dead. Like yeah, he ain't come back from this and stuff like that. And then somehow towards the end of the movie, you know, he somehow comes back, and you you don't care, you don't care how he came back. You're just happy that he's back, and it's and it could be like a really popular character stuff like that. Now, I watched this movie. And granted, I knew it was the last one. Don't get me wrong. I knew, I knew it was the last one, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I'm thinking they're going to give him a nice little send-off and stuff like that. You know, I I thought they were going to do some, like, uh, what was that, uh, Batman? What was the last question? They are not going to do The Dark Knight Rises for every film, Jared. I thought just not. I thought it should because when, when the Dark it came out, like, Dark Knight Rises came out, like, uh, uh, 2012. Eight years, right? It's been eight years, right? It's been eight years. Okay, nobody's gonna ever move from eight years ago. Okay, well, probably they are, but not not to that extent. I don't know what we're talking about now. So I'm thinking myself, okay. So he has the daughter, and I'm thinking myself, okay, yeah, it, may, it makes him look weak, but I'm thinking it does give him some type of, um, you know, sense of you know something, 
look forward to or to care about now and stuff like that. And you know, he him and him and um, Mr. White Store starting to get back together and start hook up again and stuff like that. So I'm thinking to myself. Uh, oh, also bear in mind that uh, early in the film, he he's also retired. He said he's in retired. He is retired in Jamaica and stuff like that. And you know, he gets back to 007 because originally, uh, what's the name? Um, the girl, the original girl who had 007? What, LaShawn Wrench? Yeah. Lord, not LaShawn Wrench. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so the original had 007. So I'm thinking for one time only, he's going to get double seven name back to go, you know, do what he got to do and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, okay, so maybe they're going. he's going to, you know, save the day and then go back into retirement, enjoy life with his family and stuff like that. I thought it was going. Uh, it was the movie was going to end with him surviving the explosion, you know, getting cured with the vaccine, and getting cured with some type of vaccine. Maybe not a vaccine, but some type of vaccine. And then you know you see him off someplace, you know, like in back in Jamaica or you know Bahamas or someplace enjoying life with, with his new family and stuff like that. I didn't expect. I did not expect him to kill the guy, you know, because that's just something you don't do. I mean, really. You don't talk on Superman's cape. You don't kill Batman. I mean, really. I mean, it was shocking when they killed Professor X on X3. You know, honestly. But they undid that. Well, yeah, they and did. And the X-Men die every issue, it seems like. Someone dies, and they're going to come back. So <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. That You can't compare that. Those are two different things. <laughs> that is true. I All I'm saying to you is that I was ready to go. I was tired. Um, I was hungry. And... You? I wanted to see who's going to come back because usually in these films they're going to say James Bond will return. And they did say that. They did? Yes. Okay, well... Did they get, no, they didn't get the title right. No. Okay. They haven't cast the new James Bond. So that was why I was looking at you like a crazy person because you're waiting for something that hasn't even been decided yet. <laughs> you interesting person. <laughs> I was, I just I was trying to see if he was gonna come out of this, you know, you know. I made it out. Uh, uh, we uh. can't don't stop stop. Okay, because I can't pay for that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I just felt that. Anyway, I thought he was gonna come out of this somehow. Like Superman got beat beat to a bloody pulp by Doomsday, and then somehow he made it, it out. It was a comic book. That's how comic book characters do. James Bond is based in the real world. When someone dies in James Bond's world, they are not coming back. They are not coming back. They are not coming back. Daniel Craig is not coming back. But it's a movie. They can uh, see in movies. You can actually do the unbelievable in movies and stuff like that. Not like in the real world. See in the real world, if you die, you just die. But see in the movies, you can do the unbelievable. So he could somehow come back from the explosion and stuff like that. You know, I would personally, all I'm saying is I would not have killed him. I would have not have kill, killed him. That's off. fair. A lot of people feel that they shouldn't. I, w- I would have killed That's him. That's fine. That's fine. And I don't think anything's wrong with that. Um, don't do not do that again. Don't make me sit through those credits <laughs> and you know that he's dead. No, I, I knew, well, I knew he was dead. I just didn't want to accept it. That's, that, that's part the of it. The first part is admitting that you I did. I didn't want to accept it because think about all the James Bonds we've gone through over the years. Sean Connery just aged out of the role. Well, yeah, of course. There, were, I know the conscious speaks said he wasn't coming back. Roger Moore, yes, he said he said in the interview. Same, same thing, same thing. I compare I compare him and, and Daniel Craig because for one day they both aged out of the roles. And they both said when they did the final final films that I can't do this no more. You know, poor Daniel Craig got hurt in the last film and stuff like that. And, you know, me. they um, you know by doing his own stunts. 
Roger Moore, you know, he said, I can't do this no more, stuff like that. And I thought they were just going to give, uh, well, they, did they give him a, Help me. they didn't really give him a nice send off, but, you know, it, it's the, it just ended up him being James Bond. You know, he's with the girl, he's, you know, he's getting with the girl and stuff like that. Yeah, it was a younger girl and stuff, you know. <laughs> it was a younger girl, but yeah, he was, he still went off on a high note. I'm just saying, at least they could get the man. You know, a, some some sense of like, you know, thank you for all you've done. We're gonna we're gonna take you out of here on top of stuff like that. Roger Moore went out on top. Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan went out on top. Dale Craig, he you know he went out for whimper. Thank you, Jared, for stopping by the B Signal podcast. <laughs> People out there, if you saw this movie, you tell me did they give Dale Craig a nice send off, or they just you know killed the man without any. Now, if 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 I was if I was writing this movie personally, here's how I would have done it. Okay, now this is a little movie directing one on one. Brian, take notes. So he uh, first of all, let me ask you. Oh, here's one thing I forgot to mention. Why did they give? Why did this Q stick him with the uh, thing before they went out there? So they could track him while he was going through the lair. I thought it was a vaccine protection. No, would you let go <laughs> of this vaccine? <laughs> What is wrong with you? I thought the vaccine protection. They clearly said they were tracking him. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. No, wait, 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 wait. Wait, okay. So here's how I'll do it. Quick, okay. Here's a quick Come direct. Come on now. We're approaching. I was supposed to okay. be done five minutes ago. Okay. Here's how I'm done. He's, he's, going to go set, he's going to go shut down the thing. Ray Michael stops him and stuff like that. Okay, fine. Don't, uh, like, sh- stick with the, okay, shoot, shoot him or something like that, but stick with the facts, uh, stick with the, the, the poison and stuff like that, and Bond just shoots him, whatever, kills, kills him off somehow. He stops the thing. If you're gonna grab the tamper, fine, whatever, I don't care about all that, but get out of there. And then later on in the film, Q gets a vaccine, uh, cure, or cure for the, va- uh, for the virus and stuff like that, and then, <laughs> what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> And then he gets a cure for the vaccine. Bond's fine. And then we see him off retired, happy with the daughter and uh, and uh, his his new girl. Movie ends like that. Goodbye, Daniel Craig. Thank you for all you've done and stuff like that. We respect you as a man. You know, Bond, the next Bond. Good luck. You'll never be as good as Daniel Craig, but you you might you might be a little bit halfway decent. <laughs> That's how you would do it. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to the B Signal podcast. Um, Jared, thank you for coming on the show and doing what you do. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure to be You know, it's always fun to be on the show. I'm like, I'm like your psyche. We're like Laurel Hardy, Keenan and Kel. We're like Abbott and Costello. I don't know. What, what, any, any famous comedy duo. Pill, Pill and uh, Key and Pill, maybe. Booyah. So as an announcement, um, I mentioned this uh, prior to us coming on. Um, Well, I mentioned that I had an announcement. And Jared asked me how big of an announcement it was. Um, Is it really big? Is it really big? Big, like, big, big, big. People can hear you drink. And they can see you. What was wrong with you? I'm sorry. Um, no, so uh, the big announcement is that I was just 
or my film, uh, My Empty Space, which is this picture right here. You should, you know, you should change it because like it says like why why. Uh, I know it's it's in reverse. Thank you. Will we put the slide down? No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Thank you. I I thought I should have. That's no, you're doing a great job helping. You're helping a lot. Okay. Don't stop helping. Craig. I thought he could have got better. Anyway, my film, uh, My Empty Space, which just entered uh, into another film festival. Whoop, whoop. Um, so this is happening. Uh, the name of the film festival uh, is the Cecil uh, Independent Film Festival uh, happening at the Mill Burnstone Theater. And uh, my film will be showing on Saturday, November 6th, and we're on Block 7. I'm going to post all the details um, so that, you know, if you want to come and support, it is an in-person event. Um, I believe they have COVID uh, protocols in place. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited and honored that... Um, this is happening. Uh, that's two film festivals in one year. And yeah, that's really, really cool. Um, so I'm going to talk about this moving forward. Um, but I wanted to share that with the listening audience. I'm very excited. Now, in my opinion, that's pretty big. That's pretty big well, right thank there. thank you, Jared. That's pretty big. And please, come, please, in all honesty, y'all, come out and support my brother, man. You know, he's not becoming fil- film director and stuff. You know, he got... He he is like a uh, like a toolbox of just movies and just ideas and stuff like that. He is like uh, just a magic, magic, magic. Uh, I ain't gonna say tool, toolbox. Yeah, yeah. He he got he got like a lot of ideas and stuff like that. It's like revolving around and stuff like that, like a blender, and you know it just all blends in and stuff like that, and just boom explodes right out and stuff. You you get like magic right there, you know. You know, he, he, he's up and coming, so you want to come out and support this man right here. You know, he's next, he's upcoming young, yeah, he's upcoming young black black filmster and stuff like that. So, you know, you know he, this is the next Jordan Peele right here. This is the next Alfred Hitchcock, Walt Disney, next, uh, next Tyler Perry, next uh, Spike Lee, John Singleton, next... Every direct, every well known director you could think of, you know, he's all that mixed into one, and then, boom, you get you get magic. So yeah, support support my support my brother right here, please, please, thank you, please, thank you, please, thank you, please, thank you, please, please. For more information about the B Signal p- podcast, you can follow me at B Anthony CG. You can also visit my website, beanthonycg.com. And thank you again for checking out this latest episode. And I am looking forward to talking to you. Uh, we're hitting Halloween and horror movie, se- horror movie season is already in session. So um, stay tuned um, uh, for more fun episodes. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about the last one that we did. So, um, anyway, thank you for listening. And yeah, are you gonna talk about your experience when you saw Halloween, um, the last Halloween movie? Yeah, I'll do that in a future episode. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before I, I end um, this? No, no, that's it. It's been fun. It's been fun. Can't wait to come back.
You will be I back on the show. I thank you. And to all my millions of fans that keep the letters coming, I will I will write back as soon as possible. You know, just you know, be patient. I'm a, I'm a I'm a really busy man out, busy man stuff like that. I got a lot of things I'm doing, so I will I will I will answer as best best I can. So just keep the letters coming. All right now. What letters? I got letters. From who? Have a good evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Just have a great day. It's like, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 